Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Tuesday on this program, and you know what that means. We've got... We've got a raw to talk about. That show was all right. I don't have a lot of negative things to say about it. Yes, I will talk about the train sounds. What do you want out of me? But we got a lot of other news as well. We've got the lineups for both nights of WrestleMania. Although we do have two matches where they haven't told you what night it's on. Maybe they don't think they can possibly sell any tickets. But we'll talk about those. We have an update on Charlotte who did go public with the fact that she is battling COVID. It's kind of a weird story, but we'll get into it here in a moment. We've got the ratings for SmackDown, which is, in fact, a story this week. We have the announcement. Well, it's not been announced yet, but WWE is moving from one Thunderdome to another Thunderdome. Everyone's very concerned about what Thunderdome they're moving to. They're moving to another building. It's going to look exactly the same. I don't know why this is a story. But, yes, they're moving to... A different place that will look exactly the same. I'll tell you about that and how that plays into WrestleMania. There is a Ring of Honor pay-per-view coming up on Friday. Roosh will be facing Jay Lethal in the main event. And also Jay Briscoe will be facing EC3. These promos for this Jay Briscoe EC3 match, they are something to see. And Friday we will in fact be joined by EC3. He's going to be on the program, should be a... Fun time he's been on in the past. We have an update on the FTW title. Uh, just the other day, somebody, somebody said, Is the FTW title gone? Well, I got an update for you. The answer is no. Kane running for a second term as the mayor of Knox County. And so much more. We'll take your feedback. I'll decide later if I want to take phone calls or not. Depends on everyone's behaving. But you may text 425-780-7566. And you may email me at brian at wrestlingobserver.com. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Time for your Small Business Report, presented by Dell Small Business. A lot of new business owners are looking for ways to save money, so they look at tasks like accounting and bookkeeping as something they can do by hand. 
but there are so many options for good, easy-to-use accounting software packages that will save time and headaches, they will almost always pay for themselves. You can get basic versions starting at $10 to $20 per month, and if you need to send out invoices, they'll look so much better than if you tried to do it yourself. So make the small investment and grab that accounting software. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm -hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative, and their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-367-6289. 800-367-6289. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right. Well, we're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike, now it's working. Do you notice every day, as soon as the show starts, like something goes terribly wrong? Does anyone notice that except me? Is it just me? All right. Well, let's talk about the news here. All right. All right, so uh, anyway, I'll, I'll figure this other rigmarole out later. So the uh, lineups for Mania are out, and uh, Dave, he just does not believe that this could possibly be the case, but listen, this is what I think is the case. So they announced that WrestleMania tickets were on sale. They sold X number of tickets, many of which were two-night packages, so you, could, you were just buying a ticket for both nights. Then tickets stalled out. So... Tell me if this does not make sense. Ticket sales stalled out, 
So now they're telling you what's on each night. Does it not make sense that one would have something to do with the other? That makes sense to me. So now, if you, uh, I mean, they sold all, not all of them, but there were many of the uh, two-night ticket packages sold. So now there's single-night packages sold. So it makes sense that if there are now single-night packages that are still left and waiting to be sold, well, you tell people which was on each night. So if you're interested, if you're only going to buy one ticket, night one, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Night two, Sasha versus Bianca Belair. And Bad Bunny versus The Miz. So once again for night one, Lashley Drew, Sasha, Bianca, and Bad Bunny and The Miz. For night two, we have Roman Reigns Edge. We have Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. We'll talk about that in a moment. And we have The Fiend facing Randy Orton. We have also got a couple of other matches as well uh, that have not been officially announced, I think, for either show. But at least that's of that's of this morning here. So anyway, that's the lineup for right now. And actually, they may have just added Bad Bunny versus The Miz. Let me see something here. Is there any matches left I didn't mention that... Uh... Well, they announced the Raw Tag Team Championship and the Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon battle. Well, I just mentioned those two. That's going to be. All right, so the yes, it's uh, uh, Braun Strowman, Shane. For some reason, this claims unconfirmed night. Hmm. Uh, I guess it is. Yeah, Braun Strowman, Shane, and uh, New Day versus AJ and Omos. Those are unconfirmed nights. So apparently they're thinking, ain't going to sell too many tickets with those two. So anyway, that's the uh, lineup for the WrestleMania show. And yes, Rhea Ripley did in fact debut last night. And uh, much as I thought was a possibility, she will be facing Asuka for the women's title at WrestleMania. And at this moment, there is no match for Charlotte. They announced in storyline, and also Charlotte tweeted that she is suffering from COVID. Now, here's what I can tell you about Charlotte, okay? So, Charlotte was doing these storylines, and then she disappeared. And she disappeared right around the time that everybody on the NXT brand disappeared. And there was no mention of why she disappeared. Now... I mean, we've seen people disappear for a year now. They're in the middle of a storyline, and then they vanish. And, I mean, half of, I didn't even say half, like three-quarters of NXT was gone. But, like, nobody was talking about a scandal there. You know, Reginald was gone for two weeks. Nobody was talking about a scandal there. Charlotte disappears, everyone presumes scandal. Now, part of that is because at the same time that Charlotte disappeared, well, Andrade asked for his release, okay? So... Everybody put two and two together, and their their uh, conspiracy theory was, oh, she's so mad about Andrade being unhappy that she's, what was the term on the board? She's ghosted the company. Charlotte has ghosted WWE because of Andrade. Well, that's all fine and good, except I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but Andrade's been sitting in catering, and he's been upset and frustrated for like six months now. They're engaged. You think he never said anything until last week? Last week he goes, you know, honey... I'm really angry with this place. Well, anyway, she's known forever. This is not like a mystery. So, I mean, there were rumors that Charlotte was out with COVID. Now Charlotte has made it public that she is out with COVID, okay? So, Andrade, yesterday on Twitter, made a comment about four more days, which would sound to me like, that would be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay, so Friday, according to Andrade, 
I guess that's when her quarantine is over and he can see her again. So you can do the math backwards, whether it was 10 days or two weeks, whatever the quarantine was. So it looks like about a week and a half ago, Charlotte went down with COVID, okay? So one would say, well, why is she off the WrestleMania poster? Why does it appear that she's not going to be working WrestleMania? Well, perhaps, 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 perhaps there is more to the story, okay? Or perhaps Charlotte got really sick with COVID, and even though her quarantine time will be up, the feeling is, you know what, why rush her back? It is WrestleMania, but, like, why rush her back here? If Charlotte can make it back by Monday's show, they literally have two shows to get her into a WrestleMania main event. Do you really want to wait until the final two weeks before Mania to do something with Charlotte? Is it the end of the world that Charlotte is not working at WrestleMania this year? So I don't know what the story is, or maybe she's feeling so terrible that the feeling is, you know, she's not going to be 100% by WrestleMania. Let's not rush it. Or this Monday, they could shoehorn her in and we'll get another three-way with Asuka, Charlotte, and Rhea Ripley. I don't know what it's going to be, but I do know that she was out with COVID, and at some point, she will return. You remember talking about that there movie that she is uh, was penciled in there for? Yeah, Walking, Walking Tall. Tall. Is that a WWE production? Well, I can't imagine another company deciding, you know what the world needs? Another Walking Tall. But well, maybe the, they did. Well, here's the thing with that. Why would they schedule this in a way where, if they're involved in the production of it, that Charlotte Flair would have had to have missed WrestleMania? Well, I don't know if one has anything to do with the other. Because I've been, I've heard that over the last couple of days that, like, you know, is, is she going to have to do the movie? Is there Was that just a rumor about her absence and a question about that? Or was that a serious thing that the production of a WWE movie may keep Charlotte Flair out of WrestleMania? I would love to know exactly how that works itself out and who decided upon that one, if that is actually true at all. Well, I don't know, but I mean... What I do know about the COVID situation is how many people in WWE have publicly stated that they were out with COVID? Four? Many. Well, a couple, a handful. Ky- Kayla Braxton being the original well, one. Well, we had we had Kayla and Renee, but they weren't supposed to, so they got in trouble. But that's two. Well, I, I think the only one when it comes to how it's affected a storyline, other than Charlotte, has it been Drew? Has okay, been the only so, one so one Drew. Has been mentioned? All right, so Drew McIntyre. So Drew so McIntyre, obviously, they had to they had to talk about it because he's the champion. He was the champion at the time, right? Or was it was that when when Randy had the title? Regardless, I mean, he's a main event player. He's on the show every week. He's in main events. I mean, for whatever reason, I guess they figured, or maybe he said, "Listen, I want to tell the world. I want to do a PSA about this." But regardless, Drew, and now Charlotte. Okay. Now, if there's any, I don't want to say conspiracy. But if there's anything that's interesting about this, it would be that all weekend, all people were doing, we're talking about conspiracies involving Charlotte. Where's Charlotte? Is she ghosting the company? Blah, 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 blah. And then on Monday, they just come out and say, hey, she had COVID. That's where she's at. So if anything, maybe the reason that they had her go public was to squelch these rumors of something happening involving Andrade and whatever, 
and they just wanted you to know that you guys are blowing this out of proportion. The reason she's not on TV the last two weeks is because she has coronavirus. But I guess we shall see. Because it is kind of weird to have three weeks until Mania and already having concluded that she will not be at WrestleMania unless she's really sick. Also, we'll get in a raw here in a minute, but I don't want to get on the guy or anything like that. Everyone always thinks that I don't like Edge or whatever. I think Edge is great, but I do have to mention that once again, for the 50th time, Edge is the focal point of a television show. It is built up throughout the show that he will have his first match in in 10 years or whatever. And it does a worse rating than last week. The streak continues. This man means nothing for ratings. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if 
you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Yes, ratings for the Fastlane Go Home Edition of SmackDown with Edge's first match on SmackDown in like a decade or whatever. 2.093 million, down 3.6% from last week. Lowest number... For SmackDown since February 12, 0.57 and 18-49, down 6.6%. 0.34 and 18-34, down 2.9%. Down 18% year-over-year overall viewership. Uh, 28% in 18-49 and 32% in 18-34. Those are the drops year-over-year. I mean, again, I got nothing against Edge, but I've never, I've never solved the mystery as to why nobody will ever watch Edge. I don't say nobody, but like, if they built up Ric Flair's going to be on the show, or Hulk Hogan, or Goldberg, or anybody, any of these old legends, like you always, you always get a bump in viewership. You talk about the return of Edge after 10 years in the ring, the return of Edge after the Royal Rumble, the return of Edge after the Torn Peck. Nothing, never, not one time so far, has this led to any sort of bump whatsoever? And I don't know why, but maybe that's why it is now a three-way at WrestleMania. That and they've booked him to be completely unlikable in storyline. A that probably whiner. Has a little bit more to do with that. A yeah. whiner. Mm. Well, let's talk about Raw. Then we'll do to? more news later. Hell, I'm that bad. I mean, honestly, <laughs> dude, okay. Mike, compared to previous Raws, vast Look. improvement. Okay. I don't know. We, well, I, you have been far harder on these past bras than I have. I think I'm not saying it bottomed out last night. There, I, I think, have been worse ones well, in the history yes. of this program. There have but been. there were, there were some really low points in that show when you have a, a dancing, you know, undeserving former WWE champion and a bunny oh, outfit. Fear not. And there were there were a lot of things that didn't jive really. Uh, well, let's do this real night. quick. I'll make it quick. Yeah. Uh, Lashley and Sheamus opened the show. We did not start with a boring 20-minute promo. That's a plus. That that was a plus. They had a good match. They pounded on each other. Lashley won with the hurt lock after interference by Shelton and Cedric. This led MVP and Lashley to yell at Shelton and Cedric for getting involved. You don't need to get involved. Lashley's the champion. This led Mm -hmm. to more later. Then we had Asuka versus Peyton which on the Peyton-Royce scale was the best Peyton match I ever saw. It wasn't like a five-star match or anything, but as far as Peyton matches go, this was a very good match. Asuka wins with the Asuka lock. She submits her. We get the debut of Rhea Ripley. She comes out. She looks like a superstar. She challenges Asuka. Asuka says, let's do it at Mania. And my God, we got a match at WrestleMania that I'm looking forward to. That was a plus. Let me ask you a question, though, on that. 
would it not have with with all of the segments that you've had going on like and I know that they only want certain women to face certain women and only certain women to lose to other women and stuff like that but like you couldn't have called up Santana Garrett to be smashed by Rhea Ripley last night you know what I mean we had to have the 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 goofy long promo that's what we needed to have Rhea Ripley hasn't been around for some people who don't watch NXT in over a year, why did she not come up and just smash somebody just well, to say, hey, I'm here? I mean, why hey, did it have to be the promo? Who cares? I mean, she can smash someone next week. I mean, on the who grand cares? scale. You're going into WrestleMania. You, you're three weeks away or whatever it is from WrestleMania, and you're just announcing this match. You're just well, coming yeah. up with this match now. Yes. Well, that was the obviously, plan for Rhea Ripley? No, that was not the plan. The plan was Charlotte. But Charlotte is down, and so now they have put... Uh, Rhea Ripley in her place. But and how I am long have they been with that. hyping Rhea Ripley to come? It's been more than two weeks. Well, yeah, bro. The may, the idea may have been Charlotte, Asuka, and Rhea Ripley. And Rhea was going to show up and have a segment with Charlotte, and Charlotte was going to want it, and Rhea was going to show up. Whatever they were going to do, they couldn't do it, and so they did this. And on the grand scheme of things to complain about on Raw, this is at the bottom of things to complain about. Now, if you want to complain... We had Miz and Morrison. Actually, uh, Sheamus was beat up and Drew McIntyre helped save him. So they're building up the reunitement of Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Although it is a slow build, which means it'll probably take two weeks. Miz and Morrison out for Miz TV. And it sucks. Bad promo. He says next week we're going to have our, our uh, new music video. Hey, hey, hop, hop. You know, if Miz hadn't won the WWE Championship, I'd probably love Hey Hey Hop Hop. But this guy was champion two weeks ago, and now he's bouncing around on national television in a bunny outfit. That makes me even more angry. That's when they were running so down. So this segment, can't yeah, say it I, on the air. I, I should say it, but it, I won't risk the fine. Look, they were running down, he's running down Morrison's accolades. He's a former Intercontinental Champion. He's a former ECW World Heavyweight Champion, all this other nonsense. And I'm thinking as he's saying this, man, you know, in history, they're not going to go back and say, hey, remember that Miz title reign that he had at the beginning of 2021? He was an undeserving champion that was made to be the fool, which is what the story in their mind is, is what the story was. They're going to say that Miz was a two-time champion, and much like they do, you know, they he he main evented WrestleMania, you know, as if that he was the, the the real catalyst for for sales that year. You know, it's like they're going to go back with revisionist history. So it's like, what does any of this mean anyway? Like we're supposed to take this seriously that you no, just give people supposed titles and supposed seriously. to care about them. But then, but then, since these are such important accolades that we have to list off. Every single time that somebody's got something to say, then you have him hopping around in a bunny outfit. It, it, that was just the thing where it's like you have the Miz saying, this is why you need to take us seriously. And in WWE's mind, because of these championships, that's why we're supposed to take these guys seriously. And, oh, yeah, here they are hopping around in a bunny outfit as if Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, or somebody else would do that. It's just well, ridiculous. Miz sucks, Mike, and it's a horrible gimmick, and it's go-away, channel-changing heat, and it's terrible. So I don't know what else I could add to it. Except now they got to turn Miz into a tough guy after a year and a half of being a clown. Five minutes after he hops around in a Wait bunny a outfit, he Why? beats Jeff Hardy clean in the middle. Yeah. 
because we want to make him a tough guy to face Bad Bunny. You just make Jeff Hardy a bigger loser. Yes. Nobody a tough guy. He got laid out by a, a guitar shot by Bad Bunny in the middle of his back. We're supposed to care about that in this guy? Come on. And we had AJ versus Kofi. They had a bunch of comedy beforehand, but the match was good. And AJ tries the forearm, but he gets distracted by a trombone. And then Kofi hits the SOS for the pin as a building to the championship match at Mania. Hmm. Had a Sheamus promo. He beat up Matt Riddle. So Dumb. we can ask uh, Eddie where Sheamus stands right now. But, I mean, when I watched it, Sheamus was a babyface. But in storyline, Riddle's the babyface. So Sheamus beating him up and destroying his scooter, that means that at this moment, Sheamus is a heel. Yeah, you skipped over Matt Riddle being an idiot. And, one, I have an issue with the Hurt Business looking like they may be broken up, even though some of the some of the wishes of Bobby Lashley would be nice, but it then seems like, is he going to go babyface? Is that why he's doing this? It just it was... I hate the fact that they always have to have partners and stables feuding with each other, even though it makes absolutely no sense that this crew would be feuding with each other. But then you have Matt Riddle. Maybe Matt Riddle, since now he's shrinking into also being a 12-year-old or maybe a 9-year-old that asks stupid questions to people and rides around on his scooter, maybe he can hook up with the Fiend version of 12-year-old Alexa Bliss. We had Drew versus the Hurt Business in a handicap match, which was a good match. Drew won. He accepted the match, which he admitted was foolish, because he put a gamble on the line. If I win, these men are banned from ringside at Mania. He won? I like this segment. That made sense. Then MVP yells at Hurt Business again, and Lashley basically tells anybody in the 24-7 Geek locker room, if you can take out Drew, I'll give you an opportunity to the title. <laughs> we had a horrific segment. So horrific that it was the worst segment on the show even worse than Alexa and the Fiend. Nia and Shayna versus Mandy and Dana. A horrible match. Lana and Naomi are on commentary. They are horrible. Reginald is just out there doing Cirque du Soleil for 15 minutes in the middle of this two-minute match. It was horrible. And then Nia pins Dana. Can we end this feud already? They've wrestled 80 times. This was the worst thing on the show. Hey. You did gymnastics. What do you call that little move where he kind of like did the little dive and then twisted? Hold on a second. Let me just get this over with. Then we can talk more after the break. I got to get this show over with. Shane's segment with Elias and Riker. Shane calls him a peanut brain. They sing a song together, which was actually better than last night's match or this night, uh, this match last night. So that was an improvement. But then they have the same stupid match they already have. Yes, everyone, I'll talk about the train after the break. Let me get this over with. And finally, Randy Orton comes out to face the Fiend. The Fiend shows up. As God is my witness, here's what happens. Randy's got a can of gas. He sees the guy that he burnt in December, January, February, March. Guy's gone for three months because he got burnt to a crisp, okay? But now he's back. So Randy's got this gas can. He starts pouring gas all over the Fiend. It's like, okay, you can get rid of this guy for three more months. But then he doesn't burn him rather he says i'll give him an rko instead so he gives the guy an rko then he starts flirting with the 11 year old and he turns around and the fiend lays him out and points at the sign and they set off fireworks alexa by the way has a headset mic i'm like is this supposed to be what is this supposed to be is it supposed to be some supernatural bs or like Oh, hey, Alexa, come here before your segment. We're going to set you up with a headset, Mike. 
And by the way, a uh, guy that looks like a burnt tree, we got all the fireworks all uh, ready to go here for WrestleMania. So when you beat the guy up, point to the sign, we'll, we'll set everything off. With that said, there was no magic, and so it was better than usual. It, it still was sucked. just a bad it segment. It sucked. Back in a moment, Observer Live. James, that order just doubled. we got to move fast here. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Uh, somebody pick up that phone. Like at Lucas Gourmet Frozen Pizza Company, to operate at scale, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. RexMD.com has helped thousands of men. Here's how RexMD.com works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can get FDA-approved ED medication, which are currently available to new customers. Your consultation is free. There's no copays, no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. At RexMD.com, we've made the process fast, easy, and affordable. Don't wait another minute. RexMD.com is now offering sample pack prescriptions of ED medication. Visit RexMD.com right now. That's R-E-X-M-D dot com. Receive a $5 rebate by trading up any non-contact thermometer toward an Exergen temporal scanner purchased at any retailer. With COVID continuing to spread, nothing matters more than having an accurate thermometer that's backed by more than 80 published peer-reviewed clinical studies like the Exergen temporal scanner. Even after getting the COVID vaccine, you should be monitoring for fever to make sure you are protected. Keep your family and yourself safe by trading up your non-contact thermometer for an accurate temporal scanner and a $5 rebate from Exergen, where accuracy matters. Details at exergen.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Yes, Mike. It was better than usual. It still sucked. 
Let's see. The options are we do a segment where instead of fire, a guy uses a wrestling move, and then the other guy uses a wrestling move, and literally nobody teleported nor disappeared. How could that not be better? Doesn't mean it was good. But, well, you want all of a sudden Alexa standing there, but then she vanishes, and now she's on the ring post, and Ren's like, ah, she's disappearing. That'd be better? No, that'd be worse. Worse. Well, Brian, if somebody's going to stack a bunch of excrement in your front yard, at least they can make a little bit of a statue out of it and go through some effort. At least you could have gave it some, like, sure. I don't know, some train sounds or something. Okay, everyone, listen. Yeah. It's goofy, but I mean, it's always like something that everybody fixates on. And it's like, in the grand scheme of Raw's problems, everyone's fixating on the train sounds when Braun did his thing. I mean, yeah, it's dumb. It's, it was really stupid. But it was so stupid, I laughed. I was like, who in God's name thought, I got an idea. Well, Braun does his train thing where he runs runs people over. Let's get a train sound. Toot, toot. That's great idea, pal revolutionary pal let's do it hey listen you know i'm looking forward to everybody when this pandemic is over set i am looking forward to the return of the fans because these blokes as much you know what's funny about this pandemic i mean nothing but what's funny when you think about it is this pandemic was horrible for like everybody However, as a business, because of this pandemic, WWE grossed more money last year during a pandemic than any other year ever of all time in history. Going public, Attitude Era, that WrestleMania where they did they grossed $60 million for Rock and John Cena. They grossed more money... In the worst year of all time than they ever have before, ever. And then, by the way, they fired a bunch of people. But anyway, you know what else? You know what else they got out of this pandemic? You know how else they benefited from this pandemic? Well, they went into the award-winning, critically acclaimed Thunderdome, and they told a bunch of folks like Eddie, well, when The Fiend comes out, wildly cheer. When Alexa vanishes, and when she's swinging around on her swing set and playing with her box, we want you to wildly cheer. You know what? Those fans, they wildly cheered. Because they had their chance to book for a full year and not have to worry about what these fans really thought about it. So I've had to listen to these nerds all over the internet telling me what's good and bad, and they don't know what's good and bad. Because what they're watching, yes, obviously, when Alexa's on that damn swing set, everyone's cheering. You want to know why? Not because it's good, because the fans in the Thunderdome are told to cheer. You know what happens if you're in that Thunderdome, and they say, don't go to the bathroom during the show. You know what happens if you go to the bathroom? You're out of there. You're replaced with another fan who won't go to the bathroom. You're a slave to WWE, and you do everything that they ask. And if you don't, they replace you with a different slave. That's what they've got here in this Thunderdome right now.
So for all of you that think this is so great, oh, this Alexa thing is so great. You know what's going to happen? When those fans come back and they're out of the award-winning Thunderdome, the critically acclaimed Thunderdome, well, those fans are going to tell you what they really think. And I seem to recall during a lot of this Bray Wyatt stuff, when there were fans, whether it was Worms or DQs and Hell in a Cell, I seem to recall that these fans, they did not think it was great. They thought it was BS. And they made their feelings loudly known. So I cannot wait for them to come back and let the world know what they actually think of some of this horrible stuff that we are seeing on TV every week. Well, Eddie should be happy to hear that maybe later on down the line he might be in line for reparations or something like that. And also from what it sounds like, so so to me it sounds like you're you're thinking this is going to go along the lines of when when all those silent movies that you love so much uh, became talkies and people got exposed and unfortunately people with whiny high pitched voices they got exposed out there in the light of the of, of the sound era and this is going to happen the same way to the fiend and and many other possible storylines do you think once they're exposed in front of everybody things just fall apart what happens here well i'm telling you that you're going to get the real thoughts of the greater wwe audience as opposed to the echo chamber that they have created now where you see this horrible stuff and and anyway i can't wait for fans i cannot wait for whatever goofy idea they have for randy orton the fiend and alexa at wrestlemania and you do it in front of a live audience that can say they can boo and cheer however they want they will not be ejected from their seats if they boo the wrong person. They will not be ejected from their seats if they say, this storyline is terrible. They will have purchased their ticket, and they will be allowed to boo and cheer and chant whatever they want. And maybe for, like, the first WrestleMania, they'll be so happy to be back that they'll go along with it. But I don't think so. So we'll see. We'll see. How great, how wonderful this Alexa Bliss fiend randy orton storyline is i seem to forget they used to do stuff like this all the time in front of live crowds and it always had it always resulted in the crowd turning on it always now we're supposed to believe that like this is some special case that in fact the greater wwe audience loves and that it's old boomers that don't get it well my friends you'll be in for a surprise but surprises are fun aren't they that's what people love match, about wrestling. In your mind, forget about in other people's minds. In your mind, what will be the the more uh, the event you look back on the most? The match you look back on more fondly: John Cena and Bray Wyatt, or do you think it'll be the Fiend and Randy Orton? Well, I don't even know what they're going to do. But I mean, you know, the Fiend—they're only going to have twenty-five thousand fans in the building. Outdoor building sounds not going to travel as well as in an indoor building. Well, they didn't so. have any last year. It was just a cinematic wonderland. Oh, that one? Oh, well, everyone had to tell you how awesome that one was. But I can only imagine what the live crowd reaction would have been if they were promised the Fiend versus John Cena, and they buy their ticket and they show up in the building and they're ready for them to come to the ring, and all of a sudden that appears on the big screen and then it's over. Oh, you think they'd be going, Hey, that was so great! I didn't get to see Cena live, but God, that was awesome! No. 
I still think it's going to... Well, look, I don't know if they necessarily would have done that match that way if there were any fans there last year. In fact, I don't believe that they would. I think it would have been a hybrid, which is what I think they're going to do this time around, too. And I think anything that's got anything to do with Yeah, Bray but here's Wyatt's, the problem with the hybrid, Mike. But okay? here's the thing, Brian. Hold on. Before you go, I don't think from this point forward they should have anything with The Fiend slash Bray Wyatt out there for public consumption that they can't do something cinematic with because... It doesn't take long for people to get tired of Bray Wyatt and a lot of this stuff. So even if it pops them once, I have a feeling from this point forward, they want to do everything they can with all the technology that they have at their disposal to try to save this guy and to try to make sure he's protected and shown in the best light to the viewer as possible, whether that's true or not. But here's the problem. You can do whatever you want, bro. But people seem to have forgotten what wrestling was like before the pandemic. Or you're new, like we may have new viewers that started watching in the pandemic and like, they're, oh, everything's great, the fans love everything. They they chant Drew's name, even though when they chant, you can't actually hear him, it's piped in chant. But anyway, I've seen a billion matches that they started in the ring and then the bros brawled to the backstage area. You know what happens every time when there's fans there? They boo! Because the guys went backstage and now they have to watch the match on the screen. It never works. Then they cheer again when they come back in front of the... So if you want to start in the ring and have them brawl backstage, like that's all well and good in the Thunderdome era. When you say, hey, Eddie, cheer, they just went backstage. But when you got live fans that can do whatever they want, the second those two blokes go back behind the curtain, they're gonna boo! Because that's what happens with live fans. They want to see it in front of them in the ring. And if you brawl backstage and you blow something up in a pre-taped segment backstage, they're going to boo because they wanted to see that explosion in the ring right in front of their eyes after they bought their ticket. That's what's going to happen. Not saying they won't do it, but I think that... Like, have we forgotten what WWE audiences did when they didn't like something in WWE in the past? Is that just like totally... Everyone's forgotten completely what happened. Everyone's been well, snowed by the Thunderdome. It usually happens with most fans. In fact, it happens less with WWE fans than it would in most cases with other fan bases, with other things, if presented some of the stuff that they've been given. I, I mean, listen, here's something that everyone has to remember, okay? Vince don't remember anything, okay? <laughs> he doesn't remember what he put on SmackDown three weeks ago. Where's Billy Kay? I just threw a random one out. Where's Billy Kay? Then a Billy Kay storyline every week, and then one day, she vanished. She's been gone forever. She's dropped off the face of the earth. So, I don't think Vince remembers the way that the fans reacted before the Thunderdome. He has placed himself in an echo. He surrounded himself not only by yes-men, uh, the Bruce Pritchards and, and the John Lorditis's, and no matter what idea Vince has, they're like, ah, oh, great idea, Vince. That's awesome. But he's also insulated himself from those terrible fans that used to boo everything that he did. I think he's forgotten. And I think he's going to be in for a rude awakening when all of a sudden he throws Alexa and The Fiend and Bray White out there in front of the fans at meeting. They do some sort of gobbledygook, and the fans turn on it. He'll be, like, baffled. What? Tell him to cheer! Vince, uh, they're fans. It's not the Thunderdome. We, they don't have headsets in. We can't tell him to do anything. What? I don't know if he's going to be freaking out that much. Remember, this is the man that, that brought sound sweetening to a new level in professional wrestling. You They're know outdoors. Like, you can only do so much crowd sweetening. Mm. 
They're outdoors. I can't wait for Mania. I'm excited. I mean, think of all these people. I don't know if you're going to get what you want out of that, though. Oh, I will. (laughs) Look at this booking. I mean, how many times have I asked Dave, like, who's the baby face, who's the heel? I don't know. We know what happens when no one knows. The fans, they boo or cheer however they want. Let me ask you a question, though. Of the hardest of the WWE hardcore fans, I mean, you have a generation that has grown up in the last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years here, like – Per per capita of that crowd, I mean, they have more of their fans, I think, trained than than you think that they do. I mean, look at some of the reactions you get off of offline and things like that with people that aren't being trolls that actually believe what they say and believe the the company line that that they're being told. They're there, but online is online. WWE. I mean, we watch live shows. I mean, the reactions on live shows for Roman Reigns. It's not like in one city everyone cheered and in one city everybody booed. I mean, their reactions were the same everywhere. I mean, if they don't like somebody, I mean, I don't know. I just, who are they going to cheer with Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan? Probably Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Are they going to boo or cheer Edge? I don't know. What about uh, Oscar and Rhea Ripley? Who are they going to cheer? I have no idea. I mean, Randy Orton and Bray. I mean, they're both. They've convinced themselves that Bray and Alexa will be cheered and Randy will be booed. What guarantee do they have of that at Mania? Zero. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so... 
Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. William Regal has just announced Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan are indeed stripped of the NXT Tag Team Championships as a result of the injury, the separated shoulder. Suffered by Danny Birch last week. That sucks. That sucks. That means yeah. he's out for a while. Otherwise, they would keep the titles on him. This person here says, Drew making the save for his old pal, his buddy Seamus, one night after their blood feud wrapped up. How does that make any sense? Well, you know how it would have made sense is if they just wouldn't have turned Seamus heel. I mean, if the storyline is their best friends, but they love nothing more than beating the crap out of each other, which, by the way, if you think that's a dumb story, that's real life. They're best friends, and they love beating the crap out of each other. We could have just done this whole feud and not even bothered with that Seamus turn. Because, no. if anything, the Seamus turn, like, literally made no sense. I mean, Drew talked for weeks about how we fought forever, we beat each other up. Seamus hits him with one bro kick, and it's the breakup of a 19-year friendship. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah a, a friendship they had to retrofit for most of the fans out there. And the bottom line is... If Sheamus was going to be the opponent at WrestleMania, that would have made all the sense in the world. He's not. And now they're doing the, again, friends with the respect for each other. That's great and everything. But Sheamus turned on Drew. That's the part you always forget about. It's not like they've been rivals at this and just physicality is on high. He turned on his friend. Doesn't make sense. All righty. We're out of time, everybody. <laughs> I love when people go, Sheamus explained it. They have respect for each other. Oh, what a great explanation. So if they have respect for each other, why does Buddy get mad when he broke-kicked him like he's done 85 times? But I appreciate you telling me WWE's explanation for this nonsensical thing. We're out of time. I want to thank you so much for listening to the show here today. we got a lot coming up. Brian and Vinny and Craig's show with Granny tonight. You all right over there, Mike? Hold that right. pose. And I want to thank Mike, as always, callers and listeners over the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling. Observer. 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 There we go. Live! Ha <laughs> ha!